You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. so good what's up guys it's the real ish podcast hayes radio network i'm dr dink this is thor genetics we in it how you doing today my friend uh you know it's been a it's been an up and downer it's kind of a weird day isn't it yeah beautiful beautiful fucking day i'm gonna go ahead and use my privilege to um to be uncensored today beautiful fucking day in southern california i will say I completely agree with that one. Running a little bit late, so I don't have to worry about being so clean. Is this smoke like right in your? Oh, your we good, bro. This shit smells phenomenal. Oh, uh, it's some good one. Some and good ones. What is that? No, this was uh, some of the eight one eight, um, the mulch basically, um, or the forty one, whatever the fuck that we had. That forty seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was that. And my wife found a bag of it for me that she had. Shout out to the wife for finding this bag because the shit's <laughs> smoking. It's a smacker, dude. Like, I yeah. It's, you know it's a really good cut, man. Speaking of squints, he just brought by. I was talking to him when I was on the way over. I was talking to him on the way over, and I said, hey, man. I uh, really enjoyed the flavors that I... Uh, that had your name on the bag last time that I got them. And um, they're just about gone. Luckily, he knew a fine establishment where I could get some more. And um, I'm so happy with the flowers, I'll tell you that. Um, that that's a OZ. Grow some fucking weed, bro. Yeah, yeah. The guy's so legit like that. And then yep. I really wish he could have sat down again because we could have just had another hour, two hour conversation. Easily. Shit, it took us fucking <laughs> took us a minute to get started. We couldn't even get the show going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like you guys are doing you guys are spilling the content all over the floor out here. I mean, he he's gotta go though, so we can't, you know, can't do it. We can't just hang out every night. Unfortunately. It's all good though. People so man, all I have to say is I'm fucking jealous of you right now, dog. You looking all fucking I, relaxed and chill rolling in with sandals and shit, dude. <laughs> I will say I am relaxed. I am the most relaxed. I've been in the last few years um, rejuvenated for sure. Um, for you, those of you guys that don't know, fuck it, we're, you know, whatever. Um, I have um, parted ways with some of the companies that I used to work with. And um, me and this guy don't work together at, at the same facilities anymore on a daily basis. We are still doing our nutrient thing together and all this. And we talk and stuff, but we don't work together every day um, like we did for a long, long time. And um, for the last, I don't know, two and a half weeks maybe, I've had the opportunity to uh, to be at home. And my God, is it um, is it reinvigorating? I'm jealous as fuck, bro. Just seeing how your whole demeanor changed on life. Oh my God, bro! Well, I don't know what I would give for that. Uh, yeah, I told you because all it takes, all you're gonna take is just a little recharge. You're just, you're, we're, we're electrical beings, like fact, right? We're controlled by electrical, electrical impulses. impulses. Yep. Yeah, right. So your battery's fucking drained, man. And um, you use 
a lot of um, bandwidth and a lot of you kind of all over everything mentally anyway. So I could imagine that it's a it takes a lot of bandwidth and a lot of battery to begin with. So I could just imagine you've been going for a year and a half at least over there at um, at full speed. But yeah. you know what? I got a little recharge, bro. Got a little recharge today. Well, today? Yeah. When we had that fucking... So we had our first exotic room come down. Okay. Commercial spot. Okay. You know. When it, you, and when did it come down? It came down like two... two weeks ago Yeah, two weeks ago. Two weeks almost ago. Almost to the day. Because they're on Thursday. So almost, you know, 12 days ago, let's yeah. say. It's called 12... Yeah, 12 days ago. 12 exactly. days ago. So... To be precise. We, uh... We've had... What? Probably... 35, 40,000 plants go through that facility easily? Just through Arlita, yeah. Yeah. That's without Atalanto facilities. Yeah, just through that Arlita facility since, uh, let's call it March of... Yeah, I think the first plant... Yeah, first plant's in the ground like mid-February, mid early March. Yeah. So, yeah, we've we ran through about 40,000 or so. And, yeah, and if you're harvesting every two weeks, you know, that's 26 in a one-year period, and that's just March to March, and then you add another, you know, four months at... Two per, you know. Yep. So you're talking. Yeah, shit. Ton we've of seen forty thousand through there, and Easily. exotic agriculture, the first nutrient line to make our plants drip, to make THC, <laughs> to make trikes so large that they look like water droplets, and they are not water droplets. They're no oils. They're no nothing. It's not, not sap. Yep. It's not from a broken branch. It's literally an enlarged trichome, massive. Just freak show trichome that I've never <laughs> that seen. me out, yeah, yeah dude. And we were seeing it across the umami strains generally. I'm sure I didn't get, and I saw it two weeks out, guys. Usually when you see diamonds, what I call diamonds, which are going to be those visible, like the visible bling on the, on the trike that you can see with your naked eye from a long ways out. That's what I call diamonds. So when the plants start putting on the diamonds, usually it's... In the inside the last 14 days. Usually yeah, you're exactly. like, it's in the end Starting where you're like, like all right, yeah. yeah. But this thing at seven, at 49 days, was massive. I took yeah, a rolling one, video of it. I remember, and I was like, dude. Oh yeah. God, one of the guys is... fucking came up to me. He was like, hey, bro, you got to come look at this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He shows me. I'm like, dude, that's got to be sap, dude. I touched it. The motherfucker's hard. Not sap. Trichome. I'm telling like, you. Crazy, dude. The craziest hop latent plants I've ever seen in my life. Still got jacked, dude, on that huge, exotic gag. Huge cake. like fucking here, bro. Looking like Bigger some PGR than this shit, shit, dude. Looking like some PGR nugs, but they're not yeah. at all. Fully legal, baby. Oh man. Yeah. Just so juicy. yeah. So we brought we brought the heavyweight. We actually brought three heavyweight champs down. In that room, in a row, three top weight ever of all time of all forty thousand plants. Okay, so of forty, let's let's hear the significance of this. First exotic agriculture room. We're not even ever gonna try to drag another nutrient company. So you're not even gonna hear. If you follow us, you know who we use. But I will not put another company down, and I'm not have nothing bad to say. I love the guys, everybody involved. Like, yep, friendly competition. We're out here to 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 put out nutrition that we feel like. Can do things. Keep trying to push it forward. Yeah, we're just trying to push our envelope further in that sense. Yep. And the next evolution for us is let's provide the picks and shovels in these in this gold rush. Like for us, yeah, we love to be miners, but we have a deep. Um, we when you've been in the trenches for so long of it, <clears throat> you either choose a path that you stay in there, and you choose to make it your career, and you kind of pigeonhole yourself maybe in one spot. In my case. I took an opportunity 
um, when I had that stoppage at the companies to where it was like, you know what? Um, I've kind of always been paid to be a consultant. Maybe I just turn the corner at this point in my career and, and not, and don't cultivate per se. Like maybe I'm not doing a nine to five cultivation anymore. Maybe I just tell myself, you know what? And I've been saying this for the last year or two. The goal is ownership. 100%. The goal is, the goal is equity. The goal is part of the pie, right? Mm -hmm. So biggest motivating factor right there. Yeah. And that'll yep. make people do things that they don't want to do and leave their families at this point. Like, a, a, like I said, just being at home this two and a half weeks, you're going to have, takes a lot to get me to leave the house at this point. Like I don't, I don't really have, you know, I, I will, don't get me wrong. In the next few weeks, you're going to see me up off the, up off the couch again out of retirement. Uh, um, got some things in the works. I won't, you know, here nor there, but we're, we're back to work, uh, rather quickly. And it, it wasn't long enough as far as the break, but I, it was fantastic. It was amazing. It was, an, it was a great recharge to be at home with the kids and the wife. Um, so, man, I'm telling you, I called him this morning um, and told him just like, man, you got to take a vacation because I just feel totally different. You know? Yeah, he was like, bro, you have to just fucking recharge that battery. Like, I mean, he's he's been with me pretty much day in and day out for good year and a half almost two years yeah. and he sees how i've changed yeah you know so he's like bro you need to fucking take a break dog take a fucking break so back to this back to this room dude which one had which a couple room? had a couple higher up people standing right next to me instantly we get a fucking 2900 Okay. At twelve plants of light. That's a record breaker right there, isn't that it? That was that was a record breaker. Okay. Like I think our first one was like twenty eight. It was close, something. but yeah. that's literally the longest home run ever hit in the yeah. park, right there. Yep. Exotic Ag. And the other big, big dog brands. No, there was oh okay, yeah, go ahead. Are the only ones that have ever powered those facilities. Top three brands have yep. only ever powered those facilities. They're ag brands, they're the biggest brands in the world. Uh the most popular brands. Those are the brands that we were powered by. Yep. And Exotic Ads stacked up to the plate in the first run with zero additives. None. Oh, the only additive is more. Yeah. More. Yeah, oh, we're talking about more. Biocat, more. Yeah, yeah. no, bio, more was always part of the deal. Yep. But no added nutrient stimulant, per se. No biohormones. Yeah, no, no biostimulants. No extra none PK. Of that shit. Yep. No, no boosters of any sort other yep. than, you know, the more, which is a... What it, we'll call it a digesting agent. Yeah, we'll call digestive. It a, yeah, right. So you have it something that's going to break the nutrient down for you, and then you, we added just really our two part, just our two part exotic ag only. Not even hot feeding. Nope. Yep. Just three o nice across the three, fucking board. Three all the way through there, and yep. you even we even turned it down. Yeah, we turned it down about halfway through there. Yeah, a little after halfway, and um and and just let it coast on in, and you know, and still went. An honest three easily pounds per light with 12 plants under each light um, with a 10% of the room being pheno hunting, which is, is not a production. So if you'd think that in that 10% of the room, it would have been increased by 30 or 40 or 50%, exactly. yield, which would have bumped it into the 3.05 or 3.1 probably range per light. Mm -hmm. But we'll just call it three. <clears throat> so, yeah. So then... Uh Couple plants after that, we hit a fucking thirty-two eleven, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" 
3200 fucking heavyweight grams, champ, dude. That which is again a moonshot. That's 10% higher than anything ever put on the scale. And over 40,000 40, plants put through put on the scale. And exotic ag in its first harvest with no additives except more in the in the tank to keep the lines nice and clean, keep the media nice and clean. This thing comes out and hits the Just biggest numbers by 10%. Yeah. First, first hits it barely, takes the biggest number barely, I think by 50 grams, something like yeah, that. Something but like that. Still, we're talking the largest number ever recorded out of 40,000 samples. In a decent production facility. Yes. So then I get a text about 20-ish minutes later. They're like, dude, broke it again, bro. 3220. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, let me come see this thing. 3,220 grams on Whoa. one fucking plant. 3,220. Wet weight. That is in a 12 plants of light, dude. Like, just by using a 10% metric, that's almost three quarters of a fucking pound. Yeah, that's insane. That's a very large, very, very... Out of 40,000 samples, this is the largest we've ever seen by a mile. We're talking 40% increase on anything we've ever seen. Yeah, the number there. Pretty much. Uh, no, like twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty-five. It's like that. Big, it's that great white shark on when it's Shark Week, and they show like when they go to the Guadalupe just the in Mexico. Monster, just yeah. the pregnant great white that's yep. like twenty-two feet long that is bigger than the boat, and it's just it looks fake. It was one of those. It was just straight Loch Ness monster just lurking. Thirty-two hundred twenty is D massive. Fucking monster plant, dude. Hope I mean, bottles. if you follow me, you probably saw me post it, but. You know, I, th I thought we were going to come in at 9 10% on it. I'm just like, okay, you know, it'll probably be like 2, maybe 290-ish grams, mm -hmm. maybe. So had uh, had one of our trimmers come down today, look me directly in the face, and they're like, bro, I pulled up this plant. I'm like, dude, this thing is fucking, like, this is your big dog? That's what he said to me. He's like, this is your big dog? Really? I'm like, yeah. He's like, guess how much it weighed? Almost a fucking pound. Whoa. Wait, one plant? One plant in a six by six fucking cube with 12 plants of light almost weighed one fucking pound. Four S grams shy. Six by six inch red rock cube with a slab it's under it. It's actually six by six by five and a half. Okay. So not even a true six by six by yeah. six as far as the size of the media. Inches. And sitting on a slab using, we're talking exotic ag here. Exotic ag. Exotic ag nutrients and double-ended lights in a very simplistic setup room. Octobubbler. Or no, 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 this is not a fan. Yeah, it's nice. It it's not, not like, and it's not, I mean, yeah. I mean, just it's deficient with its shape and whatnot. Like the fact that it's not like a perfect square or a rectangle. It has a C-notch in it, isn't Aren't we talking about yeah. a room with a C-notch, essentially? Yep. Middle of the room has a stairwell in it, so yeah. every single room's a fucking C. Yeah, every room has, like, a, a, a C-shape, so it, it's challenging for airflow, to say the least. So, yeah, he's like, dude, this thing weighed fucking, like, 450, 451 grams. I'm like, hold on a sec. The thing only weighed 3220. How the fuck did it come out at almost a pound, dude? The shit dried at almost 14%, dude. Which, a normal number 
for those of you that are in the nose, about nine or ten percent as far as the wet weight. If you kill it, eleven. Yeah, okay. If you smash you kill it, it, yeah, maybe eleven, maybe even twelve. I think we've hit twelve on certain strains, you know, once before. Only when thing. we like smash. Yeah, when it was like three and a half pounds plus. Like three eight. Yeah, yeah three and a half. But only on three point five pound plus strain runs. And these ain't no fucking five by five tables. Easy no. to hit. Fucking three no, eight four, by four, four zero. No, no, no. Four by four, and yep. not even a real four by four. Yeah, not. It's forty four inches 44 wide. Forty four inch tables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 44-inch tables, yeah, minimal, minimal, like, just getting all, you know, always had Arroyo, which is nice. Mm-hmm. The Arroyo setup always kept it, like, ever since Arroyo shout showed out. up. Shout out Arroyo, yeah. That's got to be the longest-running commercial ever for Exotic Ag, though, but I love it. <laughs> you know, we'll take it. We can do that kind of stuff because it's our show, so I whatever. just, I had to bring it up, dude. I was fucking astonished. No, I love it. I hope the market's ready for it, though. Our guys at RF Agriculture, Aaron at RF mm-hmm. Agriculture, I spoke with him today. <clears throat> yeah, what do you say? Oh, we're getting the data ready. We're getting the media ready. We're getting the... Uh, we're getting the look ready. We're getting ready to release Exotic Ag as soon as uh, as soon as another week or two, maybe. We might be another ready. Another week, I think. Yeah, dude. maybe call once, it two. Once we get some testing done. Call it two, maybe. Yeah. Because, you know, we got to get some work finished and yes. we get some apparel and we got to get some media done. I mean, it only took me a year to develop it. No. So not too much time involved. No. So here we go. Um... It's about ready to be here, and we're super excited about it. I I really can't say enough about it, but that's probably, we could probably go on and just have a show about how great Exotic Ag is, but we won't do that today. So, uh, when you texted me this morning, bro, do you think this is the way the industry is going to go? So he texted me this morning, he's like, hey, bro, I just got some, uh, some friends from Tiki Umami. I'm like, oh, shit, dude, what are they, bro? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, what? You don't fucking know. What do you mean you don't know? He's like, Yeah, bro. They're not. They're not telling me. They're all barcoded. I'm like, oh, okay. So, do you think? So, you know, back in the day, like genetics were really like a hoarded thing. You know, like you had to either pay a lot of money or know the guy or you know yeah. just to get the cut, right? Absolutely. So, do you think that's the way these like these breeders and seed you know, producers are going now is where they're just going to say, Hey, this is fucking X, Y, Z. We're not going to tell you what it is, dude. Yeah. Don't worry about what it is. And that's, that's the way it's been going. I guess if you're a top brand, you're going to try to move away from, you know, like let's use, and I'm not saying anything bad about them. Let's use cookies. Um, when they do a strain, they don't, you know, as a brand, you don't name it. Like, let's call it girl scout cookies times thin mint girl scout cookies. That's not the title that's on their bag. That, that's, that, that's true. not like, it's not catchy. It's not, mm-hmm. not it's brandable. Not, yeah, it's yeah. not really sellable. You can't yeah. really sell that. Although the data is great. And for people like me, that's all I need. Like, that's what I want. But it's like putting the, um, it'd be like putting the pharmaceutical name or like the Latin name of something instead of like Coca Cola okay. or something. You know I what f- I mean? No, I feel you. It would, it's just, it doesn't, yeah, it's it doesn't like hit the, the same. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no like hype behind it. There's there's no feeling behind it. It's just like very bland, right? Right. Yeah. It's like the uh, kind of. So that's how I kind of feel about the whole scientific community. By the way, is like 
they can make all of these, you know, research papers and all the shit they're studying way more digestible, but they don't because they're straight up just, you know, school trained. So they're like, let's just make it bland. Yeah. Let's just, let's not hype anything up. Make it fucking not easily digestible, which is, I think, the opposite of what the weed industry is trying to do right now. The weed industry, and okay, I'm not going to speak for the entire industry, but what I see, the way it looks to me to be going, is that if you want to get out of the wake, let's say, of corporate cannabis that's coming, um, you need to find yourself a niche or a harbor, let's say, that is yours. And branding something with wedding cake times runs or something instead of, I mean, this is a terrible example, instead of calling something baklava, right? Like, and what's up, Alien Lab? Shout out Ted at Alien Lab, so I couldn't do you dirty <laughs> like that. And I don't even mean to throw in wedding cake like that and... Wedding cake was great in 14. All three of those are great. Wedding cake was great in 14, 15, 16. Shout out JBZ. Uh, Sean from JBZ also I spoke with you today. Shout out to you guys. Um, shout out to the whole breeder community and industry. Straight up. I love it. Um, I really want to see a lot more diversity come back. That's what I think the problem is these days is every, like, the market is kind of breeding us into a corner. We're pigeonholed. You know? It's like, dude, it has to be purple. It has to be fucking candy gas or you can't fucking sell it. Yeah, which makes us react with the selections that we're making that eventually end up on the shelves for you guys or end up at the delivery service that you get delivered to or whatever, you know, like wherever you go pick up your local, whatever, it all trickles down. So whatever Cookies is doing, whatever the big brands are doing, mm -hmm. the Alien Labs are doing, shout out Ted, uh, any of those big guys... You're 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 gonna have copycats and people that are emulating that, right? Well, but isn't that the biggest form of flattery, though? Well, yeah. There's nothing necessarily wrong with it. It doesn't mean that they can do it. It doesn't mean that they can. Yeah, pull it off. I'm you know, you. they're they're showing you the recipe, but it doesn't mean that you can put the same flavor on it. Mm-hmm. I hear that. They wrote the recipe. They wrote the cookbook. You know, and they're not afraid to put it out. And I love that transparency. Because it shows your art, it shows your craft, right? It shows your talent level where you're like, you know what? Yep. I can be transparent. I don't even have to bullshit you. If everybody's doing the same shit and you're doing it better than them. Yeah, that's that's right? a, that's what you're hoping to do. Yeah, yeah, if you're doing it out in the open and there's no fuckery going on and you're looking around going, well, I'm doing what looks to be the best of what I do around here. So this is this is good. This is what I was aiming for. Yep. And that's a great feeling in any industry, I guess. But especially in cannabis, it's very rewarding financially. It's very rewarding um, emotionally, mentally. Everything. It's relaxing. It's a. It's a, it's rewarding. It's it's such a great feeling to pull off like an epic harvest or something that's just really, really good and mold free and bug free and something that's just you know you really got all of it you know? i just fucking yeah i couldn't believe that fucking harvest in that room i'm back to exotic i'm sorry bro yeah no no don't be sorry dude, hey i plug the shit out of it I shamelessly as far as i'm concerned believe, exotic dude, when we and fucking bang. when we were pushing carts to the dry room and i literally had to throw my fucking weight behind it to move the thing <laughs> i'm like, like there what? was like a half a the, half a pig on this on the cart. dude 
That's I'm like, funny. what the fuck is going on here, bro? Yeah. I mean, I knew we had something special when I saw those hop latent plants just fucking getting huge. But when the when the fucking un, you know, unfucked plants were coming down, yeah, couldn't fucking believe it, dude. Yeah, you guys, no bullshit. Um, these these plants under the exotic gag. I'll post it up tomorrow uh, on the Realish Podcast story. If you guys don't follow follow Realish Podcast, follow. Um, I'll actually start posting some stuff on there, so we'll see some stuff over there. What did, uh, <clears throat> you didn't talk about Tiki Madman. I know, I didn't. Times Umami I didn't Company about fans. Umami either, yeah. We, um, so, when you get them, it was really kind of cool to have it come in names like Delta and India and... Now, is that like a land race selection thing, or is that Straight just complete code. coding? Okay. Okay. And I was like, I no fucking numbers, like though. it. No numbers. No numbers. None. Okay. So this is a straight I see what femme. you guys are doing. I'll fuck yeah, with that. Yeah, I fuck okay. with it heavy. And since it's a femme, it's very rewarding. It's not like, for a traditional breeder, you're looking, he's like, this guy's looking for a male anyway, not in the breeding sense, most likely. Always. Oh, yeah, like you oh have I got some, some other shit to talk about after this. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. So he has, he has a uh, he has a uh, access to an elite selection of clone only females, of course. So what you're looking for as a breeder is the elite male. Mm-hmm. Looking for that stud, bro. Once you have your stud, just like you're breeding dogs, right? Once you have that stud, he can just lay that line onto him, and you can start the work on that line, or even just do a one off. Yep, exactly. And see what, and people can just have find gems, and that could be it. F one it, have it be the widest, you yeah. know, genetic diversity that you can possibly get, or you can work that line, you right? Know? And you can even work it back, back crossing and fucking reversing and all that shit. You know, there's yeah, there's plenty of ways to work lines. So there's plenty of steps to make and take something that you create. Um, and an F one would be the first generation from taking that male that you selected, and your Stable of chosen females, which usually is what you would do. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't generally do one strain or one. You vari- wouldn't work a line until you know the line. Yeah, you wouldn't do one variety um, in in the F one stage. You'd want to yeah. do as many varieties as as you could. You could run through. Yeah, as you yeah. physically, you know, had the um, let's say had the gumption to do. So if you decided, you know, I I really want to look at four different like. Con- solid varieties. I want to find four winners. Yep. You know, it's going to take a certain process. So you're going to be only looking for these four in this first selection, this first round or F1. So you're, you're going to find your, your four females that you'd like to keep that resemble the, the exact traits of what you want, right? Going forward. And you can fuck that up real easily. And how do you do that? Like, what do you, in the sense of, I mean, your breeder, how do you do it? So how do I do it personally? No, I'm saying like how do, how 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 can you fuck that up per se? So if you, for instance, choose a male that is from the F1, you hit it to one of its sisters to make an F2. Yeah, and now we're talking inbreeding, which inbred lines are common in the yep. sense if you're trying to isolate certain genetic. If you're trying traits, to work a line, usually you're inbreeding. You're inbreeding. Well, yes. actually, I really think inbreeding is either back crossing to one of the parents. I consider that an inbreeding okay. because technically it's 
like a dad and a daughter kind of thing. Which well, that's definitely inbreeding as far as right I see it. That's, a, that's inbreeding. That's, uh, it don't sit right with me. Yeah, but me you know either. What? I'm not a cannabis plant, so. Yeah. All right. Plants, you know, whatever. I don't judge plants yeah. on that. So you can fuck up six, eight months of work just by choosing the wrong male. Oh, choosing yeah. Choosing the wrong female. Like you're saying, okay, I want to get this short guy and this tall girl together. Let's just make a medium. Oh, but I chose a stretchy pheno for the next one. Now all of my previous plans are just shot. Done. Right? So you can ruin six, eight months very, very quickly. So you just pick wrong, and that's it. Exactly. So in that sense, I came up with the fucking, uh, with the gem that I think I'm going to, to start playing out. What do you got? You want to talk about it? It's about to be a secret, too. No, I'm no, I'm transparent, bro. I right. share everything. All right. So I'm gonna take males, and I'm gonna reverse the male. Okay. To what see are you doing there? what the fuck it's gonna look like and pass on as a female. That just blew my mind. So you're gonna see a female flower of what that male would actually throw out once you reverse it. And then you can use that male to then choose what you want to hit it to. Okay, so you're telling me I can take a male plant and it you can make it show me its female expression Just in a female form? The same exact way that you take a female plant and reverse it. And make it show make its male fems. expression. Which throw pollen, To make fems, yes. Right? To throw bananas? To throw bananas. Yeah. And you're going to see the, the male flower of that female. A stamen come out, whatever, yeah. and it's pollen time, baby. Pollen fucking, time. They so dust the them shits. Exact opposite. You're going to take that male, and you're going to reverse it, stop the ethylene production, oh. or increase the ethylene production. So you're going to ripen that hog? You're going to increase the ethylene production, and then it's going to fucking throw female flowers. Instead of stopping the ethylene production in a female to throw male flowers. That's all you got to do, huh? Yeah. All right. That's what STS does. Okay. I love it. STS. STS. Doing it as an acronym. It is an acronym. It's sodium thio fuck sulfate. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. I, you, I've heard you tell me about this before. Yeah. So you take STS, you spray it on females, then you flip them into flour, you keep spraying it on females. They'll throw male pollen sacs, and that's how you make fem seeds. Ah, you know, I can't wait to really see, and I'm, I'm, always stoked to hear this information like firsthand and get to have like a in-depth conversation about breeding because that is not one of my specialties. It's something that I'm interested in. It's like the Volkswagen community, something like that, like something that I like, but something I've never been into like personally. I'm with that. You know what I mean? Like the, you see those like, dude, I want a uh, Volkswagen bus, like an old school. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I want like Fuck a 21 yeah. window or something uh -huh. like that. Like, not no 17 shit. I'm all, with you. Yeah, all dropped. Like, yep. you know, oh man. With Slammed like two down with a fucking WRX motor in it. No, they no, have no, that I conversion want, kit. I want to have the Porsche motor, though. Okay. I, I get it. You got to keep it German with the bus. Got you. I would have to do the... Uh, so you want it to break eventually. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm willing to pay that price. <laughs> I'm willing to pay that price for authenticity on this one. <laughs> yeah. I'm willing to go with that. Oh, man. I am... I will tell you what, this batch, this particular batch of 47 is nice. 
extremely nice. And uh, there was a little dabble of live resin in it, which that you, should uh, that should help. Which never hurts. Yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about, I guess, transitioning, and how I was able to kind of turn like what could have been a really terrible situation devastating yeah yeah like a life devastating situation like financially or um, i had faith though bro i had massive faith i really appreciate that um i I did too you know like it was one of those situations where i wasn't expecting that particular outcome um to come it was kind of a blindside thing in my just i don't know i don't know what that why i don't know if i was being naive or whatever i think you know exactly why yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I, I'm, not, I'm not that I don't understand no, not, the reason. Yeah. I'm saying like no, 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 not the reason. I'm saying I think you know exactly why. It, oh, well, why it was almost blindsiding. I think it was meant to be on purpose, yeah. essentially, to to do as much devastation as possible. And like you said, it, this is one of those situations, guys, where I was able to turn um, a potentially devastating situation into an amazing situation, and just kind of like complete an evolution that I've been waiting and kind of preparing for. And it started a year or two ago with theorizing about, Hey, we need to do a nutrient company. We need to get this thing going. We need to do this. We need to start getting into ownership because we're setting up these facilities. I mean, and good, bad, indifferent, regardless of what happens, if you're not an equity partner, you still feel like you're on the outside looking y- in yes. and you are. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you're just a paycheck. If you're not riding that wave with them. Yeah, you're a paycheck removed from not being in the company. Yep. So, and I've experienced that. So, it's um, it's not the same sense of security that you get when somebody comes and says, Hey, we believe in what you're doing. We want you to come. We're going to compensate you with X, Y, Z. And then on top of that, we're going to give you an equity stake. And for for me in my head, as a guy that builds rooms and a guy that grows pot and a guy that cannabis, sorry, and a guy, <laughs> for the purists out there uh, of either side, those both, might, those both might be correct, but I'm just going to keep it cannabis on this one. Um, you know, I'm an enthusiast. I'm a grower of the of, of the cannabis too, but I I'm always evolving in that sense, and I'm never I'm never one thing. I'm never gonna let somebody look at me and be like, "Bro, you're a weed grower. Like you can see me however you want, but I'm already over there." Yeah, like, you're you way too you see, creative. You to think be you a see me grower. standing over there, but yeah. I've never stopped moving. Yep. Like we're at a full run, and we don't ever stop evolving. Mm-hmm. So like, as soon as you think you have me, like, oh, he's fucked here. Like, watch this. We're gonna do this, and it's like, no, no, no. I just hopscotch. I pivoted right into ownership with people that genuinely want to see you elevate. So they put you in position. And I'm not saying that other people that I have done this with haven't wanted to see me elevate, but it's a different level of commitment. Commitment. When you're so when you're not just a paycheck and you're riding the wave, it yeah, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah, like if you suck, you're all gonna wave. suck, and like, yeah. for, and you're the, maybe that reason or part of that, and you have to accept that, and mm-hmm. that's part of the fucking deal. That's part of the be the, the you want to be in the big leagues. Not everybody wins first place every round every year. This is a cyclical thing. You have to look at it like a baseball season, like a surfing season, like a football season. You have to go through it. You have to b- build momentum 
with your rooms. So with then your, your turnarounds, it's fucking no, two and it's quick, and you have to have a short memory. Yeah, and you have to move forward. And if you don't, you can get stuck. And it's important if you want to involve, you want to be a businessman, and you want to be part of this community, in the sense that you want to evolve for yourself. And for me, I'm never like embarrassed to involve, to evolve. Um, in that sense, like I'm never embarrassed to, hey, like yeah, we're gonna do this. Like I've never gonna, done this, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm gonna well, make myself vulnerable in this. Honestly, sense. What, those vulnerable positions though is what makes you grow as a human the most. Absolutely, because you're in uncharted territory. You have no idea how to deal that's with right. anything, any fucking situation. It's true. Yeah. So those are honestly, I think the. Not the make or break points, but the points that you show true, true character is when you can either rise to the occasion or you just fall and eat shit, right? That shows how much drive you have as a human being. It's very true. And I read an interesting quote that I I forgot who it was by. And I don't want to misquote it, but I'm going to. I'm, I know I'm going to butcher this. Paraphrase the shit out of it. I'm going to paraphrase bro. the shit out of it. Yeah. Essentially, it says, like, if you're at the front of any industry, you should feel like you're drowning. And I really took that to, like, to heart. And I looked no, at it. No, I, I feel that, bro. Yeah, I know you do. And yeah. I, 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 you, you radiate that. And, like, now that I stepped away from it and removed it from that daily, like, fucking meat grinder. Yep. In that sense, like, I can see it. I can see it. I can see. I know I've I've been right there next to you in that sense for a long time. So I know where you're at. And then I can feel where I'm at, like, mentally from that release and from that, like. I can smell just that like resin, a, bro. That shit smells bomb. Yeah, that, that was a bit of um, <laughs> What was that? Probably some Cali Blaze. No, actually, this was uh, this was from Stizzy. Am I saying that correctly? Okay, Stizzy, yeah. Steezy. Stizzy, Stizzy. I think they want us yeah. to say it Steezy. I think it's I th- Steezy. I think they want us to say Steezy. Yeah, I think it's like, Steezy. Steezy, bro. You got that Steeze. <laughs> yeah, Steezy. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So courtesy of Steezy on that one. So thank you guys on that. Uh, Squints hooked that up, and he was so dope for bringing this other stuff by. Such a good dude, bro. Yeah, I love that guy. We're God gonna, damn fu- it. we're gonna fucking just hang out, and he doesn't, you know, he's on the wagon. Dude, anytime I talk to him, it's like fucking twenty, thirty minutes. I'm like, God damn it, dude, we got shit to do. I know, <laughs> and it sucks because you could just talk forever. Yeah. No, but guys, I, I, I really like that, the vulnerability talk that we we're just having. Like, I, I don't want to go. I don't want to like shy away from that. I feel like I want to say because this hour goes so quick. I want to say that. Don't ever take a experience like that and let it define you. So we're talking about an experience that may not be ideal where other people might be like, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And it's like, well, I've been planting seeds for a long time. I have a lot of different little seeds going and it just so happens that a few of those seeds took. And, you know, I'm a consultant first and foremost. We've always built rooms and kind of um, given advice to people and things like that. Which, um, financially, is rewarding. I mean, literally everything I've done in life is to learn how to build a grow room. Yeah, and it's and you know that that's that's your specialty, along with being a master problem solver. Um, that that um, that enables you to a nice, high, comfortable, you know, 
income salary um, return on your on your work because you, you're of high skill and that's that's what you do and it's a high return business in that sense, um, which is the goal. Straight up with any business, I'm with it. <clears throat> yeah, it's the goal, and I just I can't wait. Um, to see this next chapter and kind of move into exotic ag and just push this thing to the moon because that's where it's going. I can already feel it's, the momentum. Dude, it's crazy, It's already bro. going forward. We haven't even fucking tried anything yet, bro. I know. <laughs> we don't even like, need to. Oh, my God. <clears throat> we haven't smoked it in that sense is what he's saying. That um, grown with it. We've only harvested it, had it trimmed, weighed it, put it through metric, all I these things. I wasn't even saying that, dude. What were you saying? I was saying, dude, we haven't <laughs> even put energy behind this thing yet, dude. Oh, here it goes. There's energy going now. And going. the amount of fucking, you know, traction that we've already gotten, it's fucking insane. Well, it was received with open arms from the, yeah. from the conception. We had supporters and people around us that believed in what we were doing. And when we told them we had something that was ready to go, we knew it was ready to go. Long before, no, oh, dude, we kept it. In, I kept it in the dark for, God, probably six, eight months before I even brought it up to this guy. Mm. So, he's working on the formulation. Here we go, and um, it's ready now. And we just have to uh, do one more or two more QC hurdles. And uh, once we do clear those things, off we go. And it's gonna be an incredible ride. I know it. Uh, this 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 nutrient did a 40% heavier plant than we've ever seen in over 40,000 plant population. That's a year and a half. In a year plus. and a half yeah. of consistently harvesting every two weeks on the dot. Like and that's clockwork. at one facility. Yeah, that's just one facility. That's 500 lights-ish. Yeah. 500 lights-ish. Yeah. Not even our big, not even the big girl, not even the fucking greenhouse. Yeah. None of that. Exactly. And um, I'm just really proud of it. I'm, I'm really, this guy put it, put in, uh, we dialed it up. It was like a pizza. Yep. I would hear whispers on the wind from very smart, intelligent people in the industry. He would hear whispers on the wind from people that also had other products and worked with product formulation chemists and people that he speaks with just like I do. And we were able to determine which factors would help us increase what we wanted, which were better quality Number one, solubility. Solubility. Solubility was number key, one. Dude. That was the number one, one dial-up. We said it can't jam yep. anything up. Because if you're losing plants, you're losing money. And that was against the mm -hmm. rules, right, for number one. Number one. We said we, if we get them all through, if we just get your whole crop from A to Z on those Netafim drippers, and your other nutrient brand made you drop 50 plants out of that room, what did that cost you? 10,000 grams, something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's at 20 grams a plant. So you're talking about... 200. Yeah, 200. Okay, so that's fair. 200 <laughs> yeah. grams a plant's good. Yeah. All right. So that's a lot. 10,000 grams is a fuck... That's a fuck ton. It's a lot of fucking money. 23, 24 pounds, something? Uh, right in there. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. You know, I don't have a calculator out, and I'm not that damn good at math. No, it's, 10. It's over 20. Yeah. So it's 20-ish. Yeah. It's yeah. over 20. I know that. Just some quick math, you know. So it's a lot of money. This product, we, we used it as a two-part. This thing just hammered it. Three pounds of light. Super high quality. You can see it. You can smell it. 
the one like we hadn't had a room like that in a minute. Oh, just no. fucking smacked it'd you in the year. face. It'd been a year, maybe or yeah. eight months, something like that. Right when you open the door. It's like you can't even open the motherfucker. It's just so fucking loud. So guys, it's key. Um, being in this cannabis industry, if you want to push limits, if you want to be out in the front, sometimes you're going to get your ass kicked. Sometimes you're going to get knocked down. Sometimes you're going to get beat up. Uh, sometimes you're going to get your ego damaged. Sometimes it's a very volatile industry. It's a very volatile industry. The mm -hmm. prices are slamming down. People are losing their jobs. Like shit is real. Kind of feel like it's a race to the bottom. It's dude. like it feels like 17 out here. Yeah, again, doesn't it? Exactly. It really feels that dread of 17. Yep. Like it really feels. I was a farmer in 17 as well. I remember. You felt the prices hammering down, and you went, "Oh shit!" It's even not, with OGs, dude. Everything back then. Oh, everything. Man, yeah. And 17. It was, it was a rough one. The prices took a... It was just before everything went legal. So the entire block, the year before. So everything, you had to have everything on the books the next year and medical was over. Prop yep. 215 was over. Mm -hmm. Before that, everybody and their mother had greenhouses and hoops and whatnot. But guys, in this industry, as a pioneer out here in the front, starting companies, <clears throat> doing you know cultivation, direction, and... Taking risks, I think hit that X up there maybe. Taking risk and having to, um, all right, whatever. Having to accept um, certain pitfalls and like sometimes you're going to win and sometimes you're going to lose, but it's never over. Um, what you need to do is always be networking, always show your true self to everybody so Biggest that thing right there, yep. you're not defined by one person's view of you in the sense that that one person in ownership or those two people in ownership or those five people in ownership don't define your position anymore. Mm -hmm. um, you have to kind of just think in your head, like, how can I make myself indispensable and also elevate and bring more value to this equation? It's like, all right, use all of my experience that I've gained in my wins and losses because there's been a lot of both. The L's, bro been a lot of both but you learn more from the losses you learn everything from if the you're else. open to the losses you almost welcome the losses because you're like ooh, you're gonna grow so yeah much you're like all right i'm never i got yep. that all covered now now i'm coming for that win uh-huh because I mean, you know that oh i feel it the l i just took and when i fucking told you what i did about it you were like what the fuck bro yeah <laughs> yeah that was a uh, pulled that one out of my ass bro mm. Master problem solver, baby. Yeah, that was insane. I was I was super I was like, wow, that is such a simple yet perfect fix um in that particular situation. Man, yeah. I I just urge you guys to um stay flexible. Don't put yourself into a, you know, if you're a cultivator. Never get fucking narrow minded. You can't ever have the fucking horse blinders on, dude. And don't ever um believe what anyone tells anyone you. Anyone tells you. Yep. Um, you have to really just lead with your heart in that sense and lead with your um, with your skill set and really like show people what you're made of. And essentially, they're going to make the decision when you're available. You're going to see that they're going to come knocking to your mm -hmm. door. And the only one that can be fucking harder on you than anybody is you. Is yourself, bro. Yeah. So you take those L's in that situation. You learn from it. You take that bit of an ego beating, you get knocked down. For me, a few days, I'm like, eh, Not I kind of like this. Not even a few days, dude. I remember you hitting me up like the next day and you're like, bro, 
Check this out. I'm like, fuck you. Oh, God damn it. All right. It. Well, it felt like I, for, for like two days, I'd say, I, two to three days, I was like kind of bummed just because I was in that routine for so long, right? Yeah, no, I hear that. And then like that's your, that kind of becomes like, who it kind of defines you. In this industry, when you work for a big company, that's who you are. That's kind of what you lead with. And I got to leading with that instead of leading with who I am. And this the universe kind of... A, gave me an avenue to grow by, like, not accepting being that just one thing in that sense. Like, we have this calling. We're doing nutrients. We're setting up rooms. We're just hooking people up with knowledge back and forth that we have and experiences back and forth. That's like a a perfect environment for learning and for advancement. Of mm -hmm. something, right? So we're just trying Pushing to like forward, pure dude. like education, like it's all in I'm essence. trying to do. Like we're just trying to share what has happened in our experience, and like expose it raw ass. Like make sure you don't take the same L's. Yeah, and 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 if you do take the same L, at least learn something from it and pivot, and don't just let it define you. And oh well, this guy's a this or that or this and that. Like there were never any bad words exchanged and. In this, what I'm talking about, there were never, I, I don't have anything negative to say about anyone to this day. Um, it's a, it's an, it's business. It's, um, this is a fast paced professional, mm -hmm. uh, high stakes environment. And in any big leagues of any sport, anywhere around the world, people come and people go. And, um, a true professional doesn't let their team or their current, um, surroundings define them. They make themselves valuable. Yep. They create value and they create a market around themselves Pretty to where people every come to them. professional athlete does the same exact thing. It's not even an athlete super thing. It's volatile. in life. No, I'm just saying super volatile industry. Mm -hmm. Every single professional athlete has to do the same exact thing. You know? How do you make yourself valuable? There's so many ways to make yourself valuable. Either have an exclusive set of skills. You can either talk out of your fucking ass or you can be very, very strict and, you know, straight edged when you're fucking talking. Yeah. People know there's no bullshit. Yeah. There's no, um, in those type of regimented people, there's, I don't know. I don't feel like this is that kind of industry for that personally. For that regimented, like, soldier type of mentality. Yep. I really don't. It kind of, like, just kills the vibes. And once the vibes are gone, like, the magic's gone. It's over. It's the biggest thing at cannabis places. And people don't it's understand. Atmosphere. Once Elvis has left the building, it's a fucking wrap. They and can part, fucking, dude, they can feel your shit, bro. Oh, they, once the magic's gone, the magic's gone. Yeah. I've seen pictures of, of previous, long before, maybe months back before, places that I've not been a part of anymore. And, and I'm not talking about the one you're affiliated yeah. with. Um, and I would say when I was around, everything was, uh, the vibes were a lot different. And that's the same thing that are being echoed to yep. me. Just saying like, man. I'm hearing the same shit. Yeah. Yo, you're hearing the same shit. Yeah. No, from. From the people? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's from, just. From the, the place you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, and I don't want to say anything good or bad about any of those people. And, and mm -hmm. there's no bad feelings. It's just, it is what it is. See, we went through that long experience together and it's a happy time for me. And it was a time of big growth and, and a lot of, 
um, networking and, and, and knowledge and sharing. And it was a beautiful fucking time, you know, and that's how you have to treat it. Mm-hmm. You have to treat it like an experience and... It doesn't define you. It doesn't define me at all. Yeah. It's just a stop along the way. It's exactly. It was just a complete learning experience. And you know what? It's fucking completely mutual, bro. Yeah. And uh, we, we, it, it, it's, it's part of the journey. You know, the, the, that's, that's where the magic is, right? It's in the journey. It's yeah, not, it's, not, it's not the beginning. It's not the end. No. It's the fucking ride, bro. Yeah, that's when just... When you're paddling for that wave and when you're jumping off the fucking board, dude, that ain't nothing. No. It's all about how you ride that wave. Mm-hmm. So, you pivot, you... Flexibility. Yeah. You Not being narrow-minded. You keep your mind open, and you you reach out to people that have expressed interest in you and, and have you really clicked with and have, exper- have expressed in a, a want for your, your personality around their farm or their area or their workplace, whatever it might be. You want to be that positive person. You don't want to be that negative person because a negative person is like a drag, like on the whole vibe. Once I'm telling you, you guys, it's amazing how one person can change the atmosphere so much in fucking 40,000 square feet. Mm -hmm. It feels, it almost feels dead sometimes. Like once the magic's gone, it's gone and it just feels flat and there's nothing. I don't know. I haven't seen one come back. You know, I've never gone back. I've never gone back to a place and like been like, okay, we're putting the band back together. And like, I've never been in that scenario. You know what I mean? So uh, like, no, I haven't either. I don't, I don't yeah. know if I'm sure it's able to come back, but that chemistry and that synergy is a real thing. And when you have it, you need to hold on to it. And when you don't have it, you need to search for it because as long as you have that, you never work a day in your life. Right. And you always remember oh, those people, got the magic all the time. You always remember those people that you did it with. Yeah. And it was always, it was always magic and it was always fun. And there was never like a bad time when you look back on it now. Yep. And it was all a learning experience. That's it. Yeah. So man, that always goes quickly, doesn't it? It does dude. Hours a little short, but you know what? I think that was a fucking good one, bro. That was a good one. Number six. We enjoyed it. Um, talking a little bit with Squints in the pregame, but he didn't hang around. Uh, he was a bit busy. We thank him for coming by. You guys, uh, this is the Realish Podcast. I'm Dr. Dane. Or genetics. And uh, have a good night. Later. Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.